Theory. Bad, bitch. You know, Egon obviously is dead. He died. So they killed the nigga. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. Egon died. He just died. Like, 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 like the the human that played him died. The person, the actual person died. Yeah. Mm, like he really died. Really. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I just don't. I just can't recall his name right now. Okay, what, damn, Egon passed. Yeah, yeah. He, Egon dead as fuck, bro. Like in the coffin. <laughs> so two things I want to point out here quick tone. Um when I read Commit a Crime, there was two thoughts. You finna take a mean shit. Oh or you finna fuck your girl Red Brothers. Shout out in, uh shout out to Wayne for that one. Or you're just a shitty criminal for admitting that on the iPhone. No, no, no. One bruh apple the apple got me. We already know they not gonna snitch. <laughs> 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 one thing they told them, them no. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> apple, apple told them no. Episode 127, <laughs> I am Dennis, your host. Yeah. LQ is here. Yeah. Coop is here. Yo. Trap Zeus is here. Smite. Four of us back with another one. As we always do, shout out to everybody that's listening right now. Wherever you're listening, whether it's Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, any of your DSPs. Thank you for taking the time out of your day if you or night. shit from a Russian prison. On a torrent, I'm smacking the fuck out your face. Mm-hmm. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> found out! Found out recently we got we got some fans in some very uh, dark places of the world. Yeah, we got a like I remember like the end of the year numbers, and I think I told y'all about this. We had like somebody listening in Estonia. Bruh, Estonia. Is it where? Estonia. Hey, yo, shout out to you. Shout Word. out. Because it's fucked up there. Yeah, <laughs> Listen, bro, we got fans in, in Israel. In Israel? Mm-hmm. Like, where they killed that Iranian nuclear scientist in Israel? Listen, bro, mm-hmm. where everybody's always killing everybody. Like, I'm sorry. Listen, if, if people listen to this, it's nothing against y'all. Y'all supposed to be but God's people. But y'all just... Listen, man. If we can be anybody's therapy. I don't... I don't. I, like, no offense, bro. It's hard living in America. But on the flip side, I don't want to live someplace where, where I got to, like, go to the shore and go, hmm, now, is that a loaf of bread? Bomb. <laughs> also, I did get uh, uh, <laughs> You'll never be bored. <laughs> yeah. Every day is an adventure. Yeah. See, bro, I can't do it, bro. Shout out to it, like it's a it's like no offense, bro. Like, and I don't, and I know I'm making it sound funny, bro. But I give a lot of respect to any group of people that goes, you know what, bro? Let's just find new and exciting ways to make shit bombs. Like, you know how everything is cake now. These niggas had everything is bombs. Everything is bombs. <laughs> you say that, and in my head, there's a white woman going like, bombs, bombs, bombs. Listen, <laughs> imagine being at the supermarket, right? And you do that thing that everybody do at some point in the supermarket, which is take a grape. But that's not a grape. That's a bomb. Damn. Nigga, shout out to, to the homies in South Florida. He said we're one of the most consistent podcasts that they listen to. Uh, that's good. Clap it up for us. That's good. I want y'all to know sometimes y'all we got hard being consistent. Yeah, it's hard yeah. being consistent, bro. Sometimes it is really hard. Sometimes shit really be happening. Yeah. Yeah, bro. To say the least. 
All right, y'all. Let, let's go ahead and get in. Let's go ahead and get into the Saturday night fights. I'm gonna preface. I'm gonna preface this by saying, honestly, like, is there like, and oh, aside from I'm everything that happened with, the fight. I know me and him did. Okay, I saw bits and pieces. Of it. I saw oh, the highlights. Man. I'm gonna say this. Though. I'm gonna say this though. What was it? Because honestly, outside of like Jake Paul and Nate Robinson, as we know, like. It wasn't really much to report about the the Tyson and Roy Jones, and the reason I say that, okay, is because literally, I do I do remember it being a draw, and one of the main things I remember Mike Tyson saying was, "Cause they were shit, I ain't fought in twenty years, all by my ass," and that's exactly like he said it. Yeah, yeah, so you only saw like bits, like snippets of it. Basically. Okay, way to put us on fucking blast, because I seen it via social media, bits and pieces. Yeah, tw- shout out Twitter. I was on the roll. Okay, <laughs> that's why I didn't see the shit like I wanted to. I watched it one way legally, one way illegally, and one way I'm not really sure because I had to watch it on a smaller screen because I wanted it on three different delayed screens just in case this thing Mike Tyson did exactly what I hoped he would, which was not roll the fuck out and then go, y'all must have forgot. (laughs) (laughs) But that didn't happen, unfortunately. What did happen, however... (laughs) Oh, man. Listen, listen, can I tell y'all something, bro? We often talk about how undefeated the internet is. Oh my Bruh, God. I can't even put seconds between <laughs> Nate hitting the ground Damn. And, and IG going wild. <laughs> Bruh. I can Ju- tell you how many seconds. It was literally 42. My nigga. It was 42. My nigga, let me tell you how I know like that They had it right bad. You want me to tell you how I know that shit is bad? Jewel Santana just got out of jail less than a month ago. Right. And that nigga put up an IG post that said, pray for Nate. Damn. <laughs> Damn. That shit, bro, listen. I cried for, cry for about 10 minutes laughing at that shit. Bro, listen, have y'all seen the Nate challenge? Yeah. Oh, oh man. Have y'all it's seen the Nate challenge? It's too late. Not a minute goes by where I don't see the Nate challenge or anything just associated with that. I think this this was my favorite one though. Damn it! Damn. Hey, listen. They got the ancestors praying for that thing. That was my favorite. That was my favorite one. No, my favorite one was Simba. Get up! <laughs> I like that one in the um, in the Among Us one. Bro, it was like dead by the recording. My favorite one was Snoop. Oh, Snoop in the back. Oh, listen, bro. Hey. That white man hit you so hard, bro. That nigga Snoop broke out into a Negro's hair. <laughs> <laughs> wow. because, listen, you know what the sad part about it was? I wasn't. Ex- I don't want y'all to think that I thought Nick was going to like whoop his ass up. I just thought, you know, exhibition fight. I thought it was just going to be like kind of like you thought it was going to be like something casual. A step up, like, a step above like, a like the ending, like yeah. the ending of uh, fucking uh, Rocky. Kind of, yeah, I thought they was just yeah. going to be like. T- I was yeah. just like, all right, this dude don't seem like he, you know, too far in, but he turns out to actually be a professional. You know, even though he's a YouTube guy. Yeah. But and you know, I like, find like, right, white Nick- women hate him. Of course, listen, listen, bro. If you a white woman that like black dick and then watch that fight, of course you do. Of course you do. But bro. no, no, because no, I found because for a lot for a lot of niggas, we don't know shit about Jake Paul. We don't. Except for that, he does YouTube. And, I, yeah, I, I know, and, his, and his brother is a boxer. And, but but, but yeah. apparently, this nigga is a, is a woman beater and a pedophile, and white women are upset at that nigga for getting this kind of uh, notoriety. We need white get, women. We need to get Karen and you know, on the phone. And you know what happens when white women get upset? They write you. a letter. The fuck you mean? And shit gets changed. Crazy thing about it, it ain't even just white women that don't like that guy. Bro. 
Right? Yeah. Like it's a it's a pretty unanimous. Eve thing. don't even know him and she hate him. <laughs> there you go. I just want to put that out there. Bro, let me tell you what the, let me tell you what make, let me tell you what makes that even better now. Yeah. I'm sorry, bro. Before the year end, bro. Us quick sliding for lucky nigga of the year, bro. Ain't, bro, no Vince, based on what y'all just told me, ain't nobody doing it like Jake Paul. Listen, Jake Paul is a white man amidst racial sensitivity, knocking out black women, <laughs> pissing off white women, <laughs> and pumping his album. <laughs> bro. And he wore Nate jersey. I want to point that out. Too. What? Yeah, okay, listen. You know, yeah, he, he, he said he was smoking on Nate his IG post the year immediate next day was him in a Nate in a Nate Robinson Knicks jersey. Nigga. Posting that shit. Nigga. Online. Nigga. For the internet. This nigga might hate black people, but I fucks with this nigga <laughs> now, bruh. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know all that. I didn't know. Bruh, listen. Yeah. That, listen, bruh. That nigga did the fucking proverbial athletic equivalent of just showing up to your shit butt-ass nigga and just swinging your dick like this and shit. Yeah. Outside of that, one shout out to shout out to the nerds, the the, the Reddit link that y'all had broadcasting it from Triller. We appreciate y'all. Shout out to the nigga who's broadcasting it live for everybody to see on YouTube. And you know, I'm gonna be I'm shout gonna out be, to motherfuckers who was giving out their fucking uh peep they pay per view password. I'm gonna be real. Go ahead, well, go ahead, Q. But he, but this is what I get. Outside of the the main attraction, which is Nate Robinson, Mike and Mike and Roy, um. One Badu Jet. Yeah, I did watch that fight. That was a good fight. That was a good fight. And and, and I am so sorry that be, that the Nate Robinson Jake Paul took more precedence than the fact that we really saw uh, uh, that nigga dominate the entire time. Then on top of that, Jermaine um, Ortiz, the fight before Badu Jet, not that nigga cold the fuck out. Yeah, he did. Sleepy. Dead yeah, ass right. He just whooped his ass. Like, like, like. And, 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 oh, he just whooped his ass. And, and, the, and the, cra- the shit is so crazy. We saw two really good fights mm-hmm. before Nate Robinson and Jake Paul, and nobody talks about it. That's because. Nobody. And, and that, that, that kills me. Really. Show this motherfucker the meme again. Yeah. Yeah. Every why, every that's other that's thing why, outside of that got stepped on. Bro. <laughs> in a nutshell. Nah, that's why. Like, yeah, like, like the world that we live in is literally about moments. Yeah, and I saw two really good. And, and that's because niggas like us fuck with boxing. Yeah. We fucks with real Most people don't know fights. shit about boxing. Bro, that nigga Jake Paul knocked the thunder out of two other fights he hit me so hard, bro. <laughs> See, like, you proved further proof on the point. Bro, he was talking about two other fights. Jake listen, Paul knocked that nigga out. Listen, <laughs> listen, 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 bro. Here's the thing, bro. And this is why I told people you got to understand something. The unfortunate truth is that when you go to see a boxing matches, that thing that happens whenever you see a fight might happen. That thing that happens in any fight. Something happens, one key pivotal thing happens, and the rest doesn't matter. Like, if, let's say, Tyson would have knocked out Roy, right. that would be the thing we were talking about. Okay. But it didn't happen. Let's say that the other dudes, like before it, let's say the other dudes, and even Nate was a, like, like, like a, all pro boxers. Then, 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 honestly, it still gets pu- pu- publicity, but it's in the it's in the realm of other knockouts in a boxing match. But it was the fact that it, honestly, it it, it, it goes to serve what, what we always say: basketball players can't fight. It's, hold on, hold on. Before we say that, 
everybody except for Nate, who plays basketball, shut the fuck up. Because we all know Nate got hands. He just happened to get knocked the fuck out. Yeah, that's true. Nate went in there with somebody who had been professionally trained. Right. In the exception of right. Metal World Peace. So, put that out there. And, and Metal World Peace he and, went ben, in the crowd. and Ben Wallace. We know them niggas can fight. And put hands on people. But I ain't Nate Robinson, that. before anybody in the NBA. And Matt Barnes. I don't want no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Barnes and then uh, Doug Christie. Who yeah. was the one that RFP Kobe? Y'all gonna hate me. Doug Christie. Christie. Okay, yeah. that, that was. That yeah, was, okay, so okay. Matt Barnes, Doug Christie. <laughs> one, Matt. one job. Don't rebound. Don't dribble. Don't shoot. <laughs> Fight Kobe. That's it. Yeah, so, ass. so Matt Barnes, Doug Christie, Metal World Peace, and Ben Wallace. And Nate Robinson. Them the niggas we know for sure can fight. They can bump. The rest of you niggas, I don't want to see another nigga talking about he gonna knock, knock niggas out the way they knocked out Nate. No, you're not. No, you're not <laughs> Steph Kirby. No, you're not Steph Curry. You know you're not LeBron. I've seen Shaq throw a punch. I wasn't impressed. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what, bro? I so would be far honest as I'm concerned, Nate Robinson can whoop everybody else in the NBA. I'm going to say some real shit, bro. And it's not just me being a, a Bron fan that's making me say this, bro. I wouldn't fight Bron. I noticed something about Bron over the years, bro. It's something to be said about a nigga that don't ever, like, square up because the moment niggas see that he might hit them back, he's like, all right, bro, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I ain't going to hold you, bro. He, he from where Bone Thugs from. So it made me think that he might... I feel like I feel like Braun rougher than people think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Flopping is a strategy. I mean, I mean <laughs> At- Akron, Ohio. When you actually realize where Akron is, yeah, like, it's it's a rough city to come up in. Yeah, so yeah, so Braun Braun might have grew up slap boxing niggas. Yeah, bro. like I'm not so like. Don't get me wrong. Unfortunately, maybe Paul Pierce can't fight, but we won't know because. Bruh, he would. No, Didn't Uncasa have that nigga stab? Bruh, no. I, no, bruh. <laughs> Not Uncasa. Benzino. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> let, me, let me clear it up, bruh. Let me <laughs> Benzino had that nigga. Uh, 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 <laughs> he got him Had that nigga phone check in the middle of a Boston street. <laughs> That's, that is right. Not a Boston that market. Nigga, that nigga Boston Boston street. Street. While that nigga played for Boston. <laughs> Damn. You know, you know what you gotta do to piss a nigga off from Boston while you represent the city of Boston? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next you got a game. Ooh, you get chilled. All right. How do we feel about the Tyson and Roy fight? We felt like I like like like, like I said, we felt, bro. We turned on a fight to see two legendary fighters fight, and what we got was our uncles arguing over ten dollars in the backyard, drunk as fuck at Mama House. That's the perfect way to put it. Okay, cool. Like, <laughs> like it was, it was. I well, no. Let me also be legit. Tyson looked better than expected. Roy looked worse than expected. I agree with that completely. Those two things together made for a situation where I was just like, when they started like squaring off, I was like, hey, Roy might get knocked the fuck out in the exhibition. <laughs> and everybody's like, nah, they know it's an exhibition. I was like, yeah, but. It's it's an ex there's an exhibition and then there's a Mike Tyson exhibition. And Mike at fifty something years old with a face tag, which by the way, Mike, I'm gonna give you your flowers now, cause you was the first thing I ever saw with a face tag, then everybody else did it. Hmm. But with a face tag. That nigga got in the ring. Bro, he got in the ring right and he's still wearing the same shorts. Here's what I took from the fight. I'm with Tone. Mike looked extremely good. For him to be 54 years of age, 
15, 16 years removed from boxing, yeah. and for him to say, yeah, I picked it up, picked this up about a year ago. Come on. He looked, he looked like he took it serious. And again, I've said, I've said this several times on this podcast. I've said it on the Bro Listen uh, podcast. I've said it wherever niggas have asked me about it. Listen to Mike talk to Sugar Ray. That is the moment. Okay? That is the moment that solidified I'm doing it. That's all I'm saying. Okay? Mm-hmm. One, I'm, 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 I'm going to ask y'all just to see how y'all feel. Do y'all think it was a draw? I no! Okay, cool. Because I know no. for a fact that Mike won. Yeah, now, he, this is how I feel. They gave it a draw because we was all surprised that Roy didn't get knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> Roy turned that shit into a high school dance. He hugged Mike. <laughs> yeah, that's He right. hugged Mike till that shit was because, over. I don't blame you, Roy. He and, made it, goddamn. And, and that's all I need. Mean. Because <laughs> I know a lot of women folk didn't understand what was going on and why all they niggas was like salivating and erupting over Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. Um, fighting, we got to see two of the best boxers of our lifetimes. Mm-hmm. At 34, I am too young to know what what Muhammad Ali yeah. meant to people. I'm too young to know what Sugar Ray meant to people. I'm too young to know what Oscar De La Hoya meant to people. No, no, you're not. You're not no, 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 I'm sorry. Um, Marvelous Marvin Hagel. I'm too young to know that. I am not too young to know what Mike Tyson meant. Alright. I saw what Roy Jones did to niggas. Y'all must saw it. Bro, that nigga was I, I even saw his out. rap career. I can't knock that, bro. The 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 nigga was so much of a destruct of a of a destructive fighter in the ring, they were literally filming movies while he's having legit Fights. Legit, he's he's having legit fights that count on his record, and they're filming Devil's Advocate. They're filming, um, not Donnie Brasco. It's another Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> like these are things that are happening during. I think it's Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Damn, it might be Pulp Fiction. Want to look at that? <laughs> but these are things that are happening during Roy Jones Jr. fights. Like, the fact that we had to wait till after their primes to get Tyson and Jones in the ring together is probably boxing's greatest travesty. But here's my thing, and, and I said this to uh, uh, other people um, when they asked me about the fight. Mike is not going to stop after this. Mike was a young nigga. Mike, Mike gonna end on the young nigga. He is. That, I agree with Mike gonna end on the young nigga. Real hard. This one. I feel like I feel like he told us, he said, "Okay, just give me a young nigga." But I will be dead. But what what I think, but what I think is gonna happen is. We're going to get all the fights that we should have got with Mike that we didn't get. He slept in in the gloves that night. We're going to get one with Lennox Lewis. We're going to get one with... Uh, we're going to get another one with Evander Holyfield. There's no way to get around it. I, I don't see one with uh, B-Hop happening. But I think we got we, I think we got four or five more of these Mike Tyson fights. If I can say honestly, if as long as it's not a huge weight differential, like like don't 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 B-Hop have him in there. Be his best fight. Yeah, don't don't be in there with like Oscar De La Hoya. That doesn't make fucking sense. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Know what they were going for. You, you know, but anything that makes sense, I'm I'm with it. And I think we're and I, and I legit think we're going to get these fights and four or five more of them. One of them going to be a young boy. Please God, don't let it be Anthony Joshua. Yeah. No, what matter of fact, let it be yeah, Anthony yeah. Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I fuck with that nigga. But something about when that nigga loses, like no offense, bro. How did you lose to that nigga? How, how did you lose to the butterball chicken? How did you lose to that? How did you lose to a fucking bruh. burrito? No, nigga. He, <laughs> bruh, have you, how, how did you lose to a chicken pot pie? Bruh, that nigga lost to the. That nigga lost how did to you the, lose to Mario after he gets a fucking mushroom? That nigga lost to the Hispanic security guard from the Equalizer. First of all, guys, mm. bro. The nigga, the nigga lost the fucking. The nigga lost the, the Mexican Paul Blart. That's what fucking happened. Here, guys. Take this and you lose tonight. All right? <laughs> <laughs> See that? Take that and you lose tonight. Bruh, no, 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 nigga. That nigga, that nigga, that nigga saw Ruiz, said, oh, I got this in the bag, and got his shit wrong. Yeah, got his ass. Listen, That's what happened. And it had the nerve to get knocked out and had the stupid face like, what happened after <laughs> Because you got muscles, don't mean your jaw is strong. No, Whatever. no, nigga, you can't. You came in that pulpit. Sad part I don't even think he fought that nigga Ruiz again. He didn't want that ass over no more. Yeah, I think he was just like, you know what? I'm gonna just get another belt. Damn. <laughs> yeah. All it takes is one at that point. But yeah, but in, in, in conclusion for the fight, because you know we got a lot of stuff on the show this week. This week, the biggest thing I took from the Tyson Jones fight isn't the actual fight itself. It was Mike after. Yeah. And to see that Mike is really in a good space and that he, he really feels good and he was excited. He was joking about it. He was making jokes with Roy and shit. And I'm pretty positive him and Roy they they was partying um after the fight and shit. Like even even his interview even his post interview fight, to see where Mike was mentally, yeah. it felt so good. It was the first time I ever seen Mike Tyson in a situation where people felt like it was okay to laugh. Yeah, I'm telling y'all, he slept in them fucking gloves. Yeah. Y'all ain't gotta believe me. He slept in them gloves. He slept in them gloves. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, shout, shout out to I don't know uh, the woman that he's married to. Shout out to her because he gives a lot of credit to the person he that to the person he is today Damn. to her. I want to ask something. And, and, and if that is, and if that's true, shout out to you. Shout out for putting up with that shit. Because I can only imagine the shit that you got to put up with when it comes to fucking Mike Tyson is a lot. Like, she got with him when he was still doing coke. Yeah, bro. At, at any given moment, that nigga could wake up and think you robbing Gibbons. Mm. Or he could be like, hitting and saying, snort cork off my back and saying, call me the 10. <laughs> <laughs> Send the 10. All right, All so right, being so being that I have the um the post pull up, do we want to get into this um to this summer walker talk? I'm kind of going on shuffle with the document. Okay, but, cool, okay. cool, cool. Yeah, so going to uh, shit because you know I'm the one that brought it up. So when do you when do you stop saying, "Hey, I'm gonna put my personal business out on blast"? You said I, I, when? When do you stop? I'll go around on dips. Once you get to a certain point, and I, and me personally, I'm not even the type that even to put any you know drop of like that kind of stuff. But as a musician, I would say like once I get to a once I get to a bigger point, I would say where she is. Okay, so where she is, cool. 
I was born September 29th, so September 30th. When it sounds like a woe is me instead of a cry for help. Okay, cool. So, check this out. This young woman, and I understand that Summer Walker has her own issues with uh, mental health, and from the looks of it, she came from a fucking broken-ass home, and that's how we get a fucking anti-social stripper. Whatever. Hmm. You put out into the world that you got this ancient baby daddy, right? You then talk about this you know, cycle of abuse and ain't shit just from men in your life and, you know, his lineage and where he came from. And rightfully so, his only response to the entire thing was control your fucking emotions. The, the point that I'm getting at and the reason why I thought that we need to um, talk about it and I was so excited when I thought that Lori was going to be here for this just just because sometimes these topics I really do feel we need a woman on, on the podcast for. And I'm going to preference again the need for sometimes we need a woman on, on these topics. So for the female audience members that we do have that I'm just, you know, toxic masculinity <coughs> all over because, you know, I can only celebrate 30-odd more days of Trump. <coughs> and, and literally, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm like, you knew the nigga wasn't, wasn't shit, but you let him let in. When are we going to accept personal accountability and responsibility? Like, like that answer. All of us are, are at, at, at the youngest, 27, 28, right? How many times have you seen a chick get with a nigga? You know the nigga ain't right for her. You know the nigga does some fucked up shit. You know he foul. She still with him. You're like, all right, cool. If he make her happy, I'm going to rock with him. And then she crying her fucking heart out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever have you, you know, Snapchat if you're still using that shit, and you're like, hey, but you let him know that I'm I'm gonna be real. Now I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you this: Are we are we being serious about this? We can be serious. Or are we allowed to throw it. jokes in the mix? We can. We are allowed to throw jokes in this shit. It's our shit. I see this three times a day and five times on the weekend. Okay. Literally. Literally. I cannot make this up. Even if it ain't just somebody that like like nutted in the chick, she still is pretty much on that wave of you know, you sometimes you get you know how you get the black screen uh-huh. on Snapchat and you get the little heartbreak emoji, uh-huh. and then next thing you know, the next day they like right back at it every day, and 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 they can just go on for like paragraphs, like different, just any way you could think of venting, much like this, which is why I don't think this is any different from what we what we see every day on a daily basis. Uh-huh. That's why when I was that's why when I remember when you brought it up, I was just like. Yeah, you know, this is interesting coming from her, but we see this all the time. Like, it's like, like how many ratchet baby mamas do we have to see? I've only seen it happen on days that end with Y. Okay, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> what I'm getting at is because that shit happens like Dennis is saying, and you guys agreeing with it's two sides. Of it. She gonna get, she gonna get uh, a fan base uh, that's gonna follow that shit. Uh-huh. They gonna be with it. They're gonna stick with it. Yeah. And then you also gonna see after a while, it's gonna plateau of okay now. You fade off in the sunset, do some other shit. 
either you do some other shit or we gonna expect to hear this from you. So whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the music we finna get out of it. Yeah, because she, she ended that with saying, you know, I'll put it all on an album and go on about my merry way. Well, the sad part, I feel like he's still going to produce it, too. Of course. Wait, we so got London on the track. So what do I... Okay. Should I, should I read the post? Is, is with London. Go ahead. Dramatic read time. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Because I'm going to tell you when it could end. But it's gonna require something, so go ahead. Here okay, go. let me let me preface before Dramatic. I read. They kind of gave you your summer in London art. Sick. Like he's the he's her father's. She's expecting, mm-hmm. and he's the father. Mm-hmm. Now we have these. Her producer. Yes. Yeah. We have these posts. Of how many years, by the way? Ooh. I mean, whatever album we heard, he produced that. One. Yeah, the Over It project. So around it. He was her producer, and then she produced the baby. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go All right. Go ahead, go ahead. And I quote. We haven't done dramatic reading so long. We haven't. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. Baby, don't get to it. Stretch. I, I know. You sure you stretched it good? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool, cool. <laughs> but that was a good ass stretch you did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had, to, I had to crack the lid. Black man got to start doing better when it comes to being a father. <laughs> my grandfather lame, my father lame, and this nigga lame. LOL, and I guess the cycle would just continue. I guess niggas still dealing with the shackles of mental slavery or some shit. Back when white men ripped you from your families and beat you to death if you tried to protect them. It goes deep. Shit's really sad. Everyone ghetto. It was also ghetto. I tried to get him to spend time with his older kids as much as I could. He ain't want to because he's selfish. Mm. I tried to get his baby mamas to let him see the kids. Mm. They ain't want to because they was bitter and hated me for no reason. Mm-mm. I tried to get everybody to just get the fuck alone like one big happy family and instead right. everyone just shit on me. Mm. Now I just have to shit in of the stick because all these motherfuckers is ghetto. Mm-hmm. But that's how it goes when everybody's spiritually and mentally undeveloped. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Well, I guess I'll just put it all in the album, collect my millions, my millions, and be on my merry way. And that was Dennis Hobbs with Dramatic Reading. Okay. Several things. Several things here. Several things here. One, very nice. I, you know, very while nice. he was reading that, you know what was in my head? Tupac, I ain't mad at you. Mm. <laughs> now, to answer your question, you okay. said, when when do you it, stop? When do you stop? Yeah. It's not going to stop. When It's not going so to it's stop. So it's like Bad Boy? No, I'm going to tell you what it is. It is like Bad Boy. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why it's not going to stop. Because it's going to require women to do something that they're not willing to will be willing to do. Not as a whole. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to start admitting finally that when we treat them like shit, they like that shit. Mm-hmm. That's why that happened. Mm-hmm. Listen, 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 listen. This thing I got kids before her, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Several, right? Mm-hmm. Different baby mamas. Right, 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 right. That nigga didn't change. That nigga was who he was before he got there. Uh-huh. She liked that shit. Oh. She liked that shit so much, she didn't use condoms. Raw. Also, I'm still convinced nobody uses condoms anymore. No, people use condoms. But point I'm making. Right. But that's why. Bro. Listen, here's the thing, man. The misconception is that we have a problem with not treating women like shit mm-hmm. as men. Mm-hmm. That's not the case. You're not going to go up to any man and be like, hey, man, 
Start treating women like shit. And he probably will be like, okay, women like shit. Yes. Let me tell you what's happened, bro. He has an experience that is probably coming amongst most men. At some point, when in his young, in his, in his, in his youth, in his adolescence, he started liking girls, like most of like most of us do. And what happened was, he had in his mind how an encounter or an interaction with a girl should or he hoped it to go, and then what actually happened. And then what happened was the reality was way different than what, than the hope, and that taught him something very simple at an early age that we all learn. Unfortunately, no matter how fucked up it sounds, get this picture of your mom because nice dudes don't go very far with girls. <laughs> they don't. If they if they did, it'd be more nice guys. <laughs> but being nice don't get. Let me tell you what it is. Being being nice gets you dependent on women. Being toxic though gets you pussy. Mm. Mm. Sorry. I'm, I'm just so sorry. No, no one's thing. I'm trying to think. Who's a who's a who's a who's a renowned nice guy? Will Smith. I, straight up, bro. Will my man's. Will good looking cat. You you see how one react to me, right? Aged very well. Will will never get as much pussy as Future. Future, who is somehow in no pussy right now. Of course, Gwen. When? Future is the toxic when? god. What do you I mean? Can I explain something here, Wouldn't Future be breaking bitches? Other bitches watch that shit and go, oh my god, I can't wait to be next. Bruh, what like, number am I? Like, I can't. I believe that. Right, like. I believe in that. Like, for these shit, I'm like, you see what's going on here. You think they give a fuck? There's like 90 baby moms. <laughs> so, they like that shit, bruh. Yeah, they bro. all like that shit, bruh. Oh, listen. There's more bitches than Dalmatians. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, listen, bro. This, 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 this is deeper. There's more bitches than the spots on them Dalmatians. Bro, this, this is deeper than just Summer Walker, bro. This is a behavior that we just see amongst, um, amongst several generations. Bro, as much as I hate to say it, I saw it in high school and I saw it definitely in college. Bro, you want me to tell you most of the time who the hoes was? Nice girls. <laughs> straight up. Like, straight up. I don't know what it is, bro. This is what always happens, bro. A nice guy likes a nice girl. Mm-hmm. But that's a horrible combination. Right. Because nice girls don't like nice guys. Mm-hmm. What happens is nice girls like motherfuckers that ain't shit. Yeah. <laughs> they like bad guys. It just makes for that, like, have, like being able to have a story. Like, if everything is just going smooth the whole time, it's like, oh, I need some adventure. But unfortunately, what that what he can't realize is that the inverse is also true, Bruh, rat, I don't know what it is, bro. Mean ass girls like nice guys. I promise you, bro. Promise you. Either anyway, because he likes her and she like she like every and they outnumber him forty five to one. Not only, not only is she only going to involve with him, involve herself with them, but because he's such a nice guy, and he likes her so much. He unfortunately is going to subject himself to finding out everything she do with them, and that's for. And because of that, he's going to take that shit. He's going to internalize that shit way too much because, as I said in Forty Year Old Virgin, he put the pussy on a pedestal. So his obsession with, with her is killing him because he can't really he does he, he does not at a point where he understands the correlation of attraction, 
Instead of realizing that and he need to go over here where all the mean bitches is at and just be himself. And honestly, he could be he could be in all that pussy. There you go. Alright, so moving on. <laughs> that, that was a lot. Yeah. True, because we, we before we jump into uncharted territory. True, but I'm not bad, bro. I said all that to say that Summer Walker in this scenario is the nice girl. Mm. <laughs> Mind blown. Because the next thing is not going to be better. It's not. Especially when we find out it's future. <laughs> How many people Damn. can you feed in a household with six eggs and a hundred pieces of bacon? Okay. Is this Jesus' house? No, it's, it's a Jamaican family. A Jamaican family? Jamaican family power 50. 50, yeah. 50 at least. 50, okay. <laughs> the reason I brought it up was because... Yeah. You're not going to give no person of color one piece of bacon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The reason I brought it up is because of this. No, you didn't. No, they didn't. This is some bullshit, Steven. This can't feed a whole family. Jeez, Are you going to eat this bumbo clad thing? With three pussy clad teammates. Pussy clad. That's some fuck with Steven. We can't Basically made breakfast from one high again. That's it. Just one. Because I'm gonna tell you right now. One what? I'm gonna fuck that. Two of the waffles finna be a sandwich. Yeah, what's it? Oh yeah, I'm talking about that's half the eggs and the bacon right now. Yeah, bro. The other waffle is just courtesy. Yeah. For your motherfucking self. Matter of fact, I'm taking the third waffle and I'm wrapping it like I'm wrapping it like taco style. Oh man, I was just gonna go for the breakfast Big Mac. Shout out to McDonald's hustle for selling us a bread sandwich. That's <laughs> 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 what it is. Like you, literally the, <laughs> the oh, inside of, of bread on both sides. Did y'all hear about the new the new updates to the McDonald's app? Where it actively lets you know which McDonald's shake machine is working. Stop playing with me. <laughs> I'm, I'm with it. Fucking did it. I'm with it. Finally, I'm with it. They finally did it. <laughs> like, so, like, dead ass. 2020, I thought we would have flying cars, but that's progressive. That's goddamn close that's enough. That's progressive as fuck. Well, that's close enough. That's, that's progressive. That's a damn shame. Uh, I saw that shit on Twitter. Niggas said, yo, this shit lit as fuck, bro. About time, dog. Damn. Then the nigga traveled to the McDonald's and said, hey, yo, the app said y'all shake machine working. She was like, yeah, it does. He's like, shit. <laughs> fuck, you know what? About fucking time, McDonald's. God yo. damn it, man. Yeah. Uh, now, no, man, bro. That shit was a fast food travesty for years, oh bro. Like, all the shake machines down and a whole city. Yeah, <laughs> every one of them, bro. Bro, bro. Imagine yeah. having a McFlurry obsession at the time, the peak 
of all of the shake machines. It sounds like y'all talking I about me. I used to ride around Jacksonville, bro. I drove. Looking for McFlurry. I drove. In the trenches. Quincy. I'm going to tell you how bad it was. I drove to Quincy one time to go to the McDonald's because I wanted a McFlurry. I was like, bro, I just put up with the 20-minute drive. Fuck it. I just buy two. I had one for the ride, and I had one to like throw in the freezer so when I get back. Got there. The shake machine, of course, was fucking down, and I still want the crystals, nigga. <laughs> didn't, even, didn't even wind up with ice cream of any kind. Wound up getting a sack full, went home. Have you ever been to Jacksonville, Tom? Yes, you have. I'm going to answer it for you. <laughs> you know how far it takes for you to get to one side of town, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Imagine going to every side of town, Tom, for a fucking McFlurry. I know that's a two-hour drive. Even on Mark? Exactly, my point. I know that's two-hour drive. Even on Mark is with Mark? Yeah. Bruh, you want to tell you how I know that's real, bro? I've been to Jacksonville with them several times, bro. I love their family, bro. And I can honestly say... And it's not like they, they don't live like out in the sticks or out in the country or some shit, bro. It's very, very popular where they are. Mm. Yeah. I don't even think when I get the done ab, if I look in either direction, I don't think I can see a McDonald's from there. No, you can't. I can see a Hardee's. Uh-huh. Bono's. You gotta uh-huh. go down the strip a little bit more. Just to see the Mickey D's. Shout and out Shans. And it's another one uh-huh. on Lim Turner. I shake machine. They said before you pull up, they tell you, up in the McDonald's, I shake machines down. How many help you? Listen, that's what I came here for. You know what time it is. Bitch, why is that shit in the green? Why the fuck are you saying that They just want to save you from asking. Nah, they just want to save themselves from making the shit because I believe they be back there fucking having milkshakes while they telling us the shit is down. This is what I found out, bro. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I flipped out when I found this. I used to think that it was just some rampant, like, mechanical malfunction at every McDonald's Fuck, no. that all the shake machines were there. <laughs> Turns out what's happening is that these niggas just don't clean the shake machine. I'm a caveat to that. You know why I fucking know that shit is true? Because I used to work at the zoo in the fast food department where we had to clean a uh, custard machine. And it takes at least 30 minutes to an hour to thoroughly clean that bitch. And you have to do it after closing. So it takes you that extra hour that don't nobody want to stay for to clean that motherfucker. You can't I actually even find that on, out, out on TikTok. Like, they find, like, a certain part of the day, and they just, gotta like, try to... wait till this downtime and hopefully yeah. clean that bitch. That's wild, man. And we it need takes a, a long time. Because you got to take it apart. You got to get up in the nitty-gritty. I know, I know mad shit. fast food niggas. They, like, they will tell you know that, mil- that milkshake machine. I want to have an episode where we bring fast food niggas <laughs> on the show and finally, like... Interrogate? And debunk all our fucking myths and shit. Third degree ass? Because I'm going to do that the, grill, depending on depending on what chain you work for is going to alter the question. Why y'all so goddamn nice at Chick Fil A? <laughs> is there coke in the Polynesian? Tell me I how y'all make told the waffle fries. Why they so nice at Chick Fil A? There is a secret underground fighting ring of Chick Fil A workers and where they just dealing. lay out all of their aggression so they can be nice for you and give you niggas chicken every day. And so fun fact, I'm telling you, fun fact: eighty-seven percent of Chick Fil A workers have OnlyFans. I don't know if that's true, but I believe him. What was that percentage? <laughs> he did say that number. That wasn't no lowball number. I thought you were going to repeat it. And I just went to Chick-fil-A too. I thought you were going to repeat it just so you got to run it back. <laughs> I'm going to assume you said like 80. You see oh, what he mean? seen them do with them cherries? Hey, yeah, that was, you wouldn't get them. Listen, my nigga, that was lowballing it. That was mm. Speaking of food. Their pleasure for real. Yeah, bro. Why do you think their uniform's so unattractive? 
every every attractive girl that you know that worked that worked for Chick Fil A, you find out she worked for Chick Fil A after when she's somewhere else. Yeah. You've never been to Chick Fil A and be like, damn, she's hot. Mm-hmm. You just at Chick Fil A and they make their uniforms so unattractive, so all you can think about is this delicious food. Mm. Yeah, bro, Lord's chicken. Yep, this delicious homo eating food. <laughs> Speaking of homo hating, Kevin Hart. Oh my God, <laughs> what a set! I, I know, right? The segue is just phenomenal. Which, by the way, Kev, shout out to you and your new special, bro. Okay, much better. Let's let's go ahead and debunk this now. Is Kevin Hart funny? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. He is funny. Is the newest special funny? Yes. Is it his funniest? We'll, we'll, go, we'll go around Sorry. First. Okay. I would say yeah. I laughed. I laughed. Okay. I laughed. Here's why I say it's not funny. Kevin Hart's special, while it has moments, it is not funny from start to finish. No. No. Nah. No. Nah. Okay. Now, what makes a great comedy special? And, I, and I'll go around the room. Greatest comedic special you've ever seen. Go ahead, Kevin. Your, your, com- your top comedic special. Your favorite one, no matter when you cut it on, you will laugh. Come at me. Oh, cool. Killing them softly. Traps is. It's going to be uh, Tony Roberts, actually. Miles, Jamie Foxx, I Might Need Security. Um, yes, that was that was up there because I got a top five actually. Though. I know, I know, but I asked for your top one, the one that no matter what you will always laugh. Mine is um, Delirious. Delirious. Eddie Murphy. Is cool. that, that, that was the one, the um, the one with the McDonald's. Red suit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You, you got think red no, suit. No, no, no. McDonald's was not red suit. McDonald's is red suit. No, it's Mc, not. McDonald's is purple suit. McDonald's is purple suit. No, no I'm no, sorry. McDonald's, McDonald's is red suit. suit. Ice cream is purple suit. Slinky is purple suit. McDonald's. Is McDonald's purple. is purple suit. Y'all want me to pull it up? I just looked it up. It's yeah. a, so raw. Okay. So, so McDonald's okay, is purple yeah, suit. Yeah, yeah. No, so that's raw. Hold on. Let me clarify that's that. What My bad. Is McDonald's purple suit? Because he's talking about. Hold on, wait. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Tom, don't even blink. Dennis, what did you say? <laughs> It is purple suit. Okay, shut the fuck. up. <laughs> bad. bad. Because he's talking about he's talking about the whole I watched that burgers. shit. So raw is the one. Okay, so raw, raw is, is the one. Okay. <laughs> I know my fucking. <laughs> God, God damn it! I don't do that often, but damn it, I did it this week. Hold on, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I want to hear. Okay. Oh! Okay, go ahead. Anybody who has seen the Kevin Hart special will admit that. His best one is either I'm a grown ass little man or the one after it. I think it was uh, Laugh at My Pain. Seriously funny. It was Seriously funny. There we go. My favorite was Laugh at My Pain. Okay. So those are the two that, mo- that most people know Kevin Hart for. Mm-hmm. Now, what, you, what we failed to realize is this is actually 2011, 2012. Here's why Kevin Hart's special is so debated. Kevin Hart has actually has not changed his material or what he talks about. At all. Every time he does a special, it's about his family. Okay, you can literally track how old his kids are by his special. Yeah, dead serious. You can track how old they are by his special. You can track how many he has by his special. Okay, I know why this special was debated. We will not allow Kevin Hart to let go of earlier Kevin Hart material when everybody gave him all that shit. 
And by we, I don't mean the niggas in this room. We don't give a fuck about that shit. Yeah. Talking about the motherfuckers who keep, every time you look around, they mad at Kevin Hart. I agree. I feel like he's been playing it safe yeah. on some shit. Like, okay, that's fine. But Jerry Seinfeld is safe. Sinbad is safe. Sinbad is fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's also that's one of my top fires as well. I heard Sinbad's not doing well, so pray for Sinbad. Damn. Damn, man. We can't, mm. we can't lose him. Okay. I don't want to lose Sinbad. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say this. Because Sinbad's last special was like funny as fuck. He's always been funny. Here, here's my thing with Kevin Hart, bro. And, and I'm saying this as a fan, but, as a, but also as a critic. Because I, I watch like stand-up comedy like mm-hmm. really religiously. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart understood a long time ago the cost of his success and maintaining it. Mm-hmm. Because of that, Kevin probably got material that does not have anything to do with his family. Mm-hmm. He probably got a lot of it. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to go out there and do that. He's not going to go out there and do it because, unfortunately, he saw Dave Chappelle prove that being the greatest comic don't always get you paid. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's more important to get paid. But in the but in the latter part, Dave Chappelle ends up winning. In the latter part, he wound up winning because think about what happened. Think about what literally what had to happen. He walked off of his show. He went silent for what seven to ten years. Then you just started twelve he- years. Twelve years. Then you just started hearing rumblings of him. You know, in in the comedy clubs, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, boom, Chappelle's everywhere. That's the that's the tale of the team, chronologically. Right. What actually happened? actually had to happen for Dave Chappelle to have the success he had now, literally the world had to change. When Dave Chappelle walks off this show, it's the early 2000s. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Te- you know, we got a lot of stuff now, but for the most part, our our, inte- our entertainment vastly does require us going places, doing things. There's no Netflix yet. Right. Dave Chappelle... Gets his bag because Netflix exists. Right. What winds up happening is the world has to go to a, get to a point where it's so bad that his counterculture is needed. Like literally, Dave Chappelle found his success once there was like a need for him. Not because he was able to do what he all what we already knew he was great at the entire time and enjoyed the success that we already knew he should have gotten. You've got a six. You got a guy who goes from zero to very successful. Throws it all away for literally a decade, and then comes back because the world is so different. It's like a, it's like a dude going to prison. He like almost pulled a fifty cent. Mm-hmm. He went to prison, wrote his rhymes, and because he did all that time, that shit was fire when he got out. All I'm saying is Dave winning that though. You're right. I'm not, and I'm not. I'm not trying to illustrate I Dave I, losing. I'm trying to. I illustrate, think he did win. I'm trying to illustrate that Kevin Hart cannot do the same thing. I agree. Okay, now I see what you're saying. And that's what, and that's what we, we, you got to understand. Kevin Hart, in actuality, don't realize that he already can do the same. The best thing to let you talk about this shit, in my opinion, when, when I watch comedians, the best thing that can happen to you as a comedian sometimes when you need new material or you need an avenue to be able to talk about things is public humiliation. Or bad things happening to you and everybody found out. Nigga, you fucked another bitch while your bitch was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Nigga, the gloves is off. 
The gloves is off. Lean into that shit. Lean into that shit, bro. You want me to tell you? Want me to tell you why, bro? Because here's the thing. The only people who love your kids are you. <laughs> it's not that we don't like these kids, but you their dad. Well, when you say he leaned into that and irresponsible, he yeah, because he did. Talk, he did. I do remember him talking about that. Did he? Bro, listen. He, he, now I know what you said. He didn't have a, a special dedicated to that. Shit. No, and that and that's what and that's what I that's what I mean. Here's here's what happens. Kevin Hart's Kevin Hart's comedy uh, has these orbits, and they all or, the the son is always his family. So even if he talks about something that seems unrelated to his family, it's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back around that time. And any joke that you can come back to, no matter what it, what it is, even the the, the special before when he was talking about Silas, it comes back to his, him and his wife. When he this special, he thinks his daughter might be a hub. Come back to his kids. My son's stupid. He been saying my son's stupid for years. Yeah. What's hap- What's happened is. This is that thing that I think happens to all parents. Your kids, the world to you, and you think they're special. But after a while, other people don't. They don't. I love our getting them. I understand that like other people might see it and be like, oh, whatever. <laughs> like, I get that. The point I'm making with Kevin Hart is that with Kevin, it, the thing Kevin Hart clearly wants to do, he's not willing to gamble success to do. He also knows he doesn't have the tools to do it because the difference between the two and the only difference between the two of them, Dave Chappelle had a successful show that was able to carry him mm-hmm. and bring him back out of the hole he was in while he was absent. As well as, like you said, in the time it happened, that was a relief of pressure for him. Kevin Hart doesn't have a show with that longevity to carry him if he decides to, I'm going to walk away from comedy, get a break and get fresh material. As well as, yeah, I have that spotlight on me to where I got time to sit back because he got so much shit going on. And actually, he ain't got the time to do that. You want me to tell you what's crazy? He all, he did. Mm. He did. If y'all ever get a chance, bro, and I did, because let me tell you this, I didn't even start watching because I'm going to be honest with you, it was on BET, so I didn't watch it. Watch Real Husbands of Hollywood. The shit is fucking, funny. it was it funny, funny as fuck. And he, and think about it, his comedy there has, it, it's not about his family. Yeah. He funny as fuck on there yeah. because he's leaning into the fact that nigga, I'm successful as fuck. I got this extra. <laughs> How long was the show fuck. though? Right. It's like five seasons. And, 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 and then all of a sudden, three. Really? Yeah. Supposed all of a sudden, BET just dropped. It's more than that. Yeah, because yeah. it's so. But that's the thing. It's a, it's it's the point in time that the two shows come. Because he wasn't narrowed in a box where it's husbands of Hollywood. You right. see what I'm saying? That's a box. But that's Dave Chappelle's sketch comedy. He was able to do. Everything. That's what I was thinking. I was like, can we compare the two? We can. Right. And I'm going to tell you what. Kevin, Real real Husbands of Hollywood did a few things that people, honestly, don't give Kevin Hart, like, the credit he deserved for doing. Honestly, that nigga took a show with some of, it was like Nelly, Nelly Nick, Cannon, Nick Cannon, Gary um, Owens. Bro, yeah. It was Nelly. Yeah. It was Nick Cannon. Dwayne. It was J.B. Smooth, I believe. It was, bro, it like was Dwayne Jamie Terry, Smooth. I think. Dwayne Martin. Tisha Campbell, uh, fucking uh, Boris Kojo and his wife, uh, her father, pretty guys. I can't remember her name right now. Y'all know who's talking about. But like, bro, Nicole Harvey Parker. Bro, think about every like, oh shit, I'm black and grew up and saw you in film and camera. Bro, he Ocean's Eleven the show. 
Yeah. He Ocean's Eleven, the show for five seasons. He even had a point where Boris Kojo, he Boris Kojo wound up getting a contract with another show, so he's not on for a season. Mm-hmm. They switched him out for this other dude that was that's another dude that's like if you see him, you be like, oh, bro, I remember hella shows with you on it, like because yeah. I'm black and Early I watch black BT. Oh, yeah. And they replaced him, and and they got a running gag where they keep calling that nigga new Boris. The show was beautifully written, and people and honestly, it's one of those things where. Straight up, the show probably doesn't get the, what is is due because it's on B. It was on BET. Yeah, I can say that. But he had he had a, he had he was doing something that really leaned into the fact that it's the only thing he really won't talk about. He talks about being famous as it as a way of making people making himself palatable. Mm-hmm. In other words, I'm going to talk about being famous as in a way of like confession so that you guys don't see me as an asshole. But that shit is funny, bro. That sh- and that's what I'm trying to that's that's the thing that people don't give us like, bro. The smartest thing Martin did and one tell that was when it got to the point where he started talking about, you know, when he got arrested and he was like, yeah, he started screaming. And then he just switched his shit. He was like, all right, bro, check this out. I was like, as fuck, y'all. Like, that shit is funny <laughs> as fuck. That shit is funny as fuck. The reason why it's funny, because that that even that's one of those things that your money and success separates you a lot from the everyday man. Listen, Bernie Matt turned a 20-minute segment from the Kings of Comedy into a six-season show. And the only reason the show stopped was, God rest his soul, he passed away. That's literally the only reason the show stopped. You can't have the Bernie Mac show if Bernie Mac is dead. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. The Steve Harvey show is legendary, but it's not good. It's not good. I can't even say it's legendary. I think you're reaching down. I'm going to tell you what it is, bro. It's memorable because of Steve Hairline and the suits. And the fact that Regina is so fucking fine. <laughs> yeah. But, right, listen, just to show you how crazy the show is, if you think back to the show, it's only two scenes on the show. Steve's apartment, the school. And even even, even with that, I, I still think, like, like Cedric had more funny moments. He probably did. Especially he when they paired him up with Levina. I'm going to be yeah, honest. I've was... watched reruns of Living Single before I watched reruns of Steve Harvey. Yeah, I also want to point something out about another show. Remind me to do that after we get off this topic. But okay. bro, but I'm saying all that to say that Kevin Hart, the comedy he should do, well, no, let me not say that. The comedy that we all wish he would do, he probably has. But I, I just, I can understand that, man. I can understand as much as people might be saying that's corny or that's selling out, bro. All right, I mean, wait till somebody give you forty million dollars and you got the choice between damn. 40 mil or tell these risky jokes. My, my whole thing was, like, I saw him doing the whole press run on niggas talking about he ain't funny, come before him and shit like that. And he was like, yo, I don't care if you think I'm funny. Bro, you do care. Yeah, bro. You call me. Because why are you talking about yeah, you're actively care? responding to everybody. Because yeah. you, you know what I do when I don't care? I don't talk about the shit. I don't think about it. Like, bro, nobody can sit here and deny that Kevin Hart works his fucking asshole. Nobody can sit here and deny that. Bro, you have also, but but there comes a point where it says, hey, can you hustle, can you hustle funny? Can you hustle funny? Because for the last, for the last, what, 
two, maybe three years, I've been trying to figure out is everybody saying Kevin Hart not funny because it's the cool thing to say. Like, how niggas be like, hey, yo, J. Cole, you know, his raps up. Like, that's a cool thing for that niggas be on when it comes to the nigga J. Cole. What? Like, that was the whole thing when he uh did the joint with, uh, I think it was Lil Pump. I think it was Lil Pump. He was like, yo, the cool thing now is to be like, fuck J. Cole. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The 1985. Wow. Yeah, that, that was the whole that was the whole premise about it. And for the last two... Cool. Right. Weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> but for the last two, three years, I've been trying to figure out, is it cool to be like, Kevin Hart is not funny, or is it the last couple specials haven't been funny? Now, me watching the special, I'm watching it with my wife and shit, and I'm like, there are moments in the special, I'm like, okay, this is obviously funny. It's obviously funny. But then, I'm, and then I watched it again, and I thought about it in totality. I said, uh, not the best. Here's the thing. The two specials prior to this one were not funny. They weren't. They weren't. The reason they're not funny is because Kev works so hard, so much, all the time, that honestly, bro, he needs some behind-the-scenes years. He needs some, like, not-in-the-spotlight money years. Yeah. Because then he'll come back and we and he'll have something like different to talk about. The other thing is people overlook the opportunity cost of just living life, mm-hmm. especially in your profession. Mm-hmm. Rap and comedy to me are synonymous with that. You gotta have life's gotta happen. You gotta have your material comes from your experiences and what you see and what you go through and what you feel. Mm-hmm. And when you don't do that and you just going back to the well with no that's got no water in it and you just trying to get blood from a stone basically. Yeah. And that's what I honestly feel like he's run into. What I never agreed with, I used to hear people say that I thought was true. But I don't like when I hear people say this in general, and which is weird because usually it would bother it probably shouldn't bother you. People, I would hear people go, oh, Kevin Hart makes comedy for white people. Fuck, it's time for him to do a roast. That's what I feel. My final thought on that shit. That's, but that's, but that's, he needs to do like three roasts back to back and it really let that, because he, he'll roast motherfuckers all day. But, but, but also, what fucked me up with him, you called Joe special zero fucks given. If there was any moment to, to just take the gloves off, that was the moment. Yeah. Like, I don't mean for you to go into everybody. I don't need you to call out your critics. But don't say zero fucks given, and then a week later, you're on this, you're on this press tour about your fucking critics. Giving every fuck in the world. Bro, like, yeah, like and, and that's the thing, bro. It's the He's, apology thing all over again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not apologizing for what I said. Next thing you know, he's on Ellis. I want to apologize for what I said. And that's what you got to you You do comedy, bro. You can either choose to be a comedian or do a job. If you're going to be a comedian, then your job, unfortunately, is to hold the mirror up. If you, if you're, if you just want to do the job, then do the job, and that's fine. But that's that's one of the things that I just I just noticed about him. like the thing that makes Dave Chappelle's Netflix specials so beautiful, so beautiful is the fact that every time you think there's something Dave ain't going to say or talk about, yes he will. Yep. Yes he will. <laughs> Dave Dave got Dave got some trans jokes, and I don't care what nobody say, bro. If they you funny. they're fucking funny, they fucking funny. Why? Because the way it's presented to you is for you to laugh at. It's not to insult you. It's this is 
point is, bro, Kev is, Kev is funny, but Kev need to take a break. Yeah. yeah. I did. Just a break from comedy. You can do all the business stuff. I'm not telling you not to run your business. Yeah. yeah. But it's obvious that the thing that allowed you to have this business, you can't do successfully. Not right now. Bro, if I was him, bro, even if you still wanted to take, keep it about family, bro, the but one of the best jokes he did up there was hit was when he was joking about his kids going with his ex wife, and when he get to the end of the joke and he talk, it's not the fact that you know he go bobbage and hang up on her, but when he get to the end of the joke and he go. I ain't going over these jokes with her yet either, bro. <laughs> He's like, bro, I'm going to have to buy like a Tesla truck or some shit. That shit is fucking funny. Why? Because that's real. Let me tell you what, that's every man's shit. And some nigga out there that got two baby moms and he pissed one of them off. He's like, man, I'm going to have to buy that bitch something, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to buy that bitch something, bro. The only reason why I ain't got I ain't on papers with that bitch is because I mean, it'd be cool, bro. I'm going to have to buy some info. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, but that that's where... What else we got? I did think I did think this tweet was funny. <laughs> and while we are on the subject of Kevin Hart, somebody said the most bizarre thing I ever saw was the Kevin Hart doc where all his friends took responsibility for him cheating, talking about I should have been there for him, like he died defending Winterfell from the White Walkers. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> bro, no offense, bro. That's real. That's real nigga shit, bro. Bro, that's real. That's real. I'm listen. While I'm sure, you know, time served at this point, but I did think that was funny that all his homies was like, yeah, man, we wasn't supposed to let that happen. <laughs> they, was like, they were like Peter Parker looking down at Uncle Ben's body. When Kevin cheated, I learned that with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Listen, I hate to say it, I wish I could blame, you know, the times I fucked up on my homeboys. No. No. <laughs> the women I date won't let me do that shit. <laughs> you just sitting there. Spot me! <laughs> Spot me! What the hell? Give me... Okay, okay, okay. I want to... Okay. We not Kevin Hart. Can we look back on everything and 100% say that everything that happened to us was not because of our homeboys? Okay, check this out. Right. <laughs> I believe the fifth. I don't got and, shit. And she, <laughs> probably, she probably listened to the soap. To show sis we love you. Remember when you know uh, uh, Frankie was you know in the room, in B room mad as fuck and we sitting there texting these niggas. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> right. So, so for the background story, our friend and his girlfriend are going through some shit. Yeah, all right. A, a thing happened okay. and she was removed from the household. Okay, okay. <laughs> She comes back two days later to get her things. He's already told us, yo, old girl gonna come here and get stuff, yada, yada, yada. So, you know, me and Coop, we in the living room. That, in the house that we pay for, right. minding our own business. Yeah. Like, I think we was like, I think I was in the middle of uh, the Star Trek Deep Space Nine yeah, on Netflix. Yeah, so, Tone Tom, Tom smoking, you know. Eating the PB&J. Right. You know, <laughs> you know we, watching, we watching DS9. We had just got blueberry fucking donuts and shit. Oh, damn. Again, minding mm, so our own fucking business. <laughs> right? Yeah. So she comes in there. She getting all her shit. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and it's just, you know, for us, it's funny. We ain't got no home fucking training. It's funny as fuck to see her, like, mad as shit, going through all the shit angrily. Talking about, I can't believe this shit. And just putting all the shit in angrily and shit. So me and this nigga cool. Start, start talking. I was trying to keep a straight face. <laughs> Damn, Damn all that. We did it. Me and this nigga cool. Start texting this 
speaking B while he's at work. The most outlandish shit. I'm like, we was like, the elephant has found the cheese. <laughs> so he responds like, so he responds, what? Next thing you know, talk, like, we're doing this. <laughs> now mind you, I text B the first one, right? So I text B the first message. Okay. So B, so B texts me. Like what? What? So, then, so once Tone sees that B's text me, he texts him. The flamingo has its clothes. <laughs> he goes, nigga, she going through my shit. <laughs> so now I'm we're like, like, no, nigga. <laughs> we're, like, we're like, no, nigga. The cat has the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga be, so the nigga be is like, hey, yo, y'all don't tell me what the fuck is going on. I'm going to shot both of y'all. And that's just how our relationship is, right. bro. So then, so then she comes to us angry as shit. Did y'all know he was talking? I was like, one, one. <laughs> no. Hold <laughs> 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 on, why, why you asking us? <laughs> why you asking like, us? Like, remember he, us? Remember <laughs> us here chilling, minding our own business? Yeah, bro. I don't know why. Like, we wasn't there with the nigga dick. Like, just, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't put the nigga dick in. Yeah, yeah bro. We don't got. <laughs> We went filming the shit. <laughs> Fuck. Not that time. Nah. We thought he went to Little Caesars. It was Monday, not Friday. Yeah, yeah. Was, the shit was hot and ready. We know Listen, I don't know what happened. We don't know. But I said that no, your homeboys is not going to stop you. <laughs> you can't play some shit on your homeboys. Why would his homeboys take the, take the route? Can I ask Okay, I'm going to say this. And this is half in Kevin Hart. Have just like reality. Wouldn't it be nice if that shit could happen and you could tell and you could just go to your girl and be like, "Baby, my bad, it's it, it's hoes out here," <laughs> and she would just be like, "You know what? It is hoes out here. You are right. There is COVID and hoes out here. Like you, <laughs> it's, it's, and I don't know which is more rampant. Like <laughs> it, like like." How many of you niggas? Why is that win? not an acceptable excuse? But, but how? But how would? What kind of world can we live in, where a nigga be like, "Hey man, yo, look, babe, I'm sorry, man. It's only because trousers ain't coming with me that night," and it'd be mm-hmm. cool. That's my excuse. Cause now, cause now <laughs> she coming at you, and y'all was supposed to be that way. You was supposed to be bigger than trousers. You was supposed to be. Listen, where were your intentions? That nigga, you want to have the conversation of responsibility <laughs> when he should have done in a situation with your nigga? Because I'm gonna fuck around and be like, my bad, I was with some hoes too. <laughs> Bro, listen, no, I ain't gonna do that. Listen, 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 if it's any consolation, they was some hoes. <laughs> like, like, I, like, I feel like that's a perfectly normal like response to the. You just fuck that bitch. You just gonna fuck that bitch, baby. <laughs> She was a hoe. <laughs> she was a fucking hoe. Oh. She was a hoe. Look at these pictures. You see how wet my dick is? Look, look baby. Look oh at this shit. God. Look at this shit, baby. Oh my god. She she did the double handed double dragon go I mean, fuck. She was a hoe for sure. Right? Like I feel like I feel like you every now and then you're gonna be like, okay, she is clearly a hoe. So it's Nigga, she even spouted the drip the, the shit man. still coming off your lips. Yeah, yeah, man. I was just I was just trying to get the publics. You know what I'm saying? I was at Bible study. I didn't even know what happened. That's gonna be my go-to. Straight up. That's my other one. Like that's 
I was now, in Iowa State. Speaking of hoes, what do you do when there are hoes twerking in your restaurant? Hey, man, I'm going to say it like this. I fuck with buddy response. One, because it's... Demand 20% of tips. <laughs> Two, <laughs> this twerking shit done got to the, the peak of ridiculous. I'm going to say it like this wait, because... Wait, wait, wait from, from what I gather... Twer- I love twerking. <laughs> But God damn, not that establishment. I need you to From what I gather from this. I want to see the video. I see the video. I didn't see the video. From what I gather from this. Because it wasn't even twerking as well. I'll find the video. But in the meantime, what I will say that from what I've gathered, just based on the evidence that has been presented, they were waiting for hours for drinks and food. Hmm. And what? that just spent everything. From it's pretty much deemed that they got restless and ass started shaking <laughs> once the right music came what? on. Bro, okay, one, it's, it's not even that. The world that we live in now, one, the, the type of bitches that we're talking about, the, the, the type of bitches that we're talking about, these are the same bitches. They did that shit in front of Baby Yoda? That is hilarious. His name is Grogu, by the way. Spoiler alert for those who watch the men. But the same, the same women folk that we're talking about are the same chicks that obviously have somehow discovered Tulum, Mexico. The same chicks that during Labor Day weekend didn't stay their ass inside. That's why we have, you know, more cases of fucking COVID spiking up. These are the same women that go to brunch every fucking Sunday. Not just any kind of brunch. Trap brunch. And we know what happens. 30 mimosas and Henny. These are the... You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I have like several homegirls. Yeah. Who they love food. Yeah, man. These are the type of women that they love food so much once they bite food, their eyes close, they have a little inner smile, they do a little happy dance. Those are the type of homegirls I have. Oh, the pussy all be wet. Mm-hmm. But, don't, but don't, the, don't go into that because I know. But these bitches, these <laughs> bitches, you, get, you, give, you give them three lamb chops. A Hawaiian roll, some cream spinach, throw in a couple of Hennessy shots, and just they just bust out and twerk mm. like it's a fucking musical where everybody who all of these people are strangers, but all of them somehow know this choreographed dance. Mm. Hey, you know how that's they, what happens. <laughs> you know how they always say. You know how they always say like every time a girl eats, she always do a happy dance. That might be the happy dance. Listen, bro, these is the kind of bitches we have to repass for your mama funeral. And she talking about Henny Dick. Cool, I found the video, by the way. <laughs> she won Henny Dick at 10.30 in the morning on a Tuesday. The fuck is wrong with her? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with her? One that's a nighttime thing. I invested a lot of money into buying this building, into developing this concept, so black people can have somewhere nice to go to, okay? Somewhere where we can feel good about ourselves as a... Come on! Stop the music, please! Somewhere where our people can feel good about ourselves as a culture, okay? Yeah. No, no, real talk. And so all this twerking and shit, taking the prime, taking the pink, don't bring it here because we're a restaurant. And so beyond that, 75% of my customers are ladies. And I'm on men to show respect for themselves for how they carry themselves here. So how can I tell the men to respect themselves and you guys are twerking on glass here? If you want to do it, get the fuck out of my restaurant. Because I did it for our people and I did it for our culture. So don't do it. No, don't do it again. I don't want to hear it. If you don't like it, get out because I don't need your money. I need to provide something for my people. And don't do it again. Thank you. I'm to the point. Now, now me personally, because everybody's like they don't like the way he reacted. Because, but you only catch, catch the video. 
that's you don't catch the fact that he asked politely, politely several times. You don't catch the fact that they just bust out in the fucking twerk again. Like, <laughs> I get it, I get it, I get it. Was it good twerking? I get no, it. No, I, I seen the twerk. They 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 were serving jerk chicken on 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 a banana waffle. I get it. I know, right? I know, right? I know, right? Just 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 the awkward combination. A banana waffle. Okay. Right. Sorry, you ever had a banana waffle? No, I'm sure off. it sounds delicious. But with jerk chicken, though. And that sounds fucking amazing right now. <laughs> sorry. Has anybody had like, a waffle no. made out of banana? No, motherfucker. I haven't. I've seen it on YouTube. I wanted to make it. Okay, cool. Well, actually, it was a pancake. I've seen that, it. That, that, that's it. I went, I went to a place one time, and they were serving... Um, it was it was a Belgian waffle. Um, I guess they sweetened sweetened up the batter a little bit. They threw golden. They threw a cake. They threw a lobster tail on it, and then topped it the waffle and the lobster tail with shrimp creole. It's probably good as fuck. It, it was delicious. Cost cost me thirty dollars, but it was money well spent. Oh, sorry. So, fish. but but. Where I'm, where I'm getting at is, I don't think the guy's wrong. Me neither. Like, then, then the journey that turns me out was the reaction I saw from all the women folk that I follow on like Twitter and, and Instagram. They was like, my tr- my brunch spot would never tell me to stop twerking. And I'm sitting, I'm like, that ain't his good. Bitch, that's because your brunch spot is fucking waffle. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what y'all gonna get. Listen, bro. Here's the thing, man. Y'all can't have it both ways. Y'all can't have. Y'all can't listen, bro. Y'all can't keep popping this black excellence shit and then get mad when people want you to conduct yourself a certain way in their establishment. One, as much as you may not like what he said, what my man say here, what's he supposed to do? He didn't ask you to stop. I asked you to stop. Don't do the shit here. Number two. Bruh, I'm not running. This is not the place for that. It's not, it's not the place for that, bruh. Bruh, people trying to get their food. You busting it open, fucking up people getting their food. Like The only thing was, the food was taking longer than it needed to. They said it was taking like two plus hours. Again, look right, but, when you look, but look at the establishment, when you look at the video on the establishment, that shit was packed. Like, he's not following any CDC guidelines because he trying to get doing it for the culture. We're not going to, you know, get on that part. You, you shouldn't let people in there and have maximum capacity like that. But the fact is, you run a, what, what looks like a successful business. You know what the actual funny part is? He had the Chick-fil-A. The, the response to the video was the Chick-fil-A response to, uh, hey, we don't serve gay people. Now, you can, the reservations are three months out. Where? Turn out to the spot. But that's three months out. He has reservations three months out. Can't you can't get a seat in that bitch now. More importantly, women, y'all need to decide. Is it that what y'all really want is to be able to tell everybody else what to do and let and nobody be able to tell you what to do? Or are you gonna be fair and go to places and be like, you know what? I don't need to be doing that shit here. Listen, and, on, and, and in all fairness, this is a show where I'm pretty positive. We're like pro-stripper, right? I love strippers. 100%. I fuck some strippers. Cool, so that's you some of the best system. people in the world. You know, I got, a couple, I, I got a couple of stripper homegirls. You know, some of the best people I know. I so we are not against twerking. But I don't want to see twerking with my tater tots. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even professional twerking. 
And I know some homegirls that ain't strippers that can professionally twerk. It wasn't even that caliber. The twerking was stiff. I'm great in the twerking, yes. I, I, I watched the video. You know, you know what's sad part? I know what it was. I know what happened, too, bro. And they came over there, he asked me, he said, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm so glad y'all came by. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I apologize for the way you can obviously see that we're, like, busy in here today. You know what I'm saying? But if y'all could, just, you know, hold it down, stop twerking. You know what I'm saying? We're going to try to get your food out to you as soon as possible. Walked on off. You know what happens when shit like that happens? Oh, fuck him. Go ahead, Rhonda. It's my bitch birthday. They probably said. Running hey. in that pussy like a crash dummy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> that they probably said right. 842 times that night. Just gonna throw that out. Because they had the music on point too, apparently. Because he had a live DJ there. Oh, oh. Is academics on our docket? Does he need to be mm. on our docket? Is there much to report? Evidently, he got fired from Complex. Oh, my God. 2020 ended up on a great high note. Dang. Oh, hey, bro, my God. Oh, my God. Bro, Hold on, man. Give me bro. that. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. 2020 still for the real niggas. 2020 still for the real niggas, man. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. We can get in there, cuz. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me see. So being that we are hopping on this, basically everyday struggle is coming to an end on December seventeenth. Um, Shit couldn't survive without Joe, huh? <laughs> I mean, it, they had, a, they, had, had they like, still what, was a year, a year two years without him. Did it though? Yeah. Well, yeah. Going I mean, on two years. The viewership years. drastically went okay, down. Okay. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Four four hip hop cats in here. How many episodes of Everyday Struggle have you watched this year? One. Goose egg. One. One. Maybe like two. So as a collective? Three. Three. Okay. <laughs> that, he said, he said maybe two, so I'm willing to say one. So basically that's two. <laughs> yeah. Because that means that's only one you can definitely say, okay, I definitely watched that. But see, before before we before we do that thing that we do when it comes to everyday struggle, let, let me just... I will give them credit for for the fact that they did survive. Get, yeah, because it was a time like right when Joe left, it was nothing but dislikes. Oh, we gotta call her. Yo, yo, what's going on? You live on the podcast right now, sir. How are you? Yeah, 
Hello, fellas. What's good? How y'all boys doing? It's Miles. Oh! Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Hey, man. Man, we don't recognize your voice anymore. Jesus Christ. Y'all forgot my voice just that quick. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So Miles, Miles, we haven't seen you since we got a new king. Since we got a new what? Since we got a new king. Cape? King. King? king? Yeah. Wait, there's a new person? Yes, yeah. there's a new king. <gasps> what? What's your name? Biden. Oh. Well, <laughs> I feel like I walked into that one. You did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was right there. Miles, this is what I wanted to ask you, though. Go ahead. You own a restaurant. Huh. And... <laughs> The food is taking a while, you know. You're giving people tequila to hold them over. Because the place is packed. And you got a live DJ, and they playing twerking music. I know where this is going, and the answer is, if he didn't want them to dance, <laughs> why was he playing twerking music? Thank goodness I'm not the only one that was on that boat in this conversation. So he playing twerking music? He didn't yes! Play the DJ played it. The DJ played it. Twerking music was playing and acid started shaking. It, come on now. That's just that's just beauty of the culture, man. You're going to get mad at that. Okay. So, see, you, you, you get it, though. You get it, though. If you worry about acid shaking, he worry about the wrong thing. That's what I'm, that's what I'm gathering. They break the sanitation laws, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that It don't matter if it's in the chair if it's moving. Your twerk land over my twenty-seven dollar salad. Dare you? <laughs> all right, all right, show boys. I gotta get back. You look for my helpers. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for checking right, me. Y'all keep it easy. Yeah. Right. See y'all. Soon. I'm gonna be back. Up, I'm gonna be back up over there vibing. I just had a really busy couple months. Um, what's up? <laughs> I think just told us he had a really busy couple months. All right, I'll catch y'all later. <laughs> All right, please. Good, good conversation. Good conversation. <laughs> I didn't recognize his voice. To be honest, with yeah, you. Sir, we I know who, who that was. But where everyday struggle? Um, yeah, they um right after everything happened with Joe and Joe ended up leaving. It was a time where they was getting hella dislikes. Like they was getting more dislikes than likes. Bro, that's because. And for them to climb, and for them to climb out of that hole after some time is pretty applaudable because a lot of people don't how, make it. How long was Joe off the show? Um, he left end of twenty seventeen. Okay, so we will say since twenty eighteen. Yeah. So two years, right? Joe was off the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me the memorable episode. Since Joe left. Since Joe left? I got nothing. The, only um, one is the ones with the guests. Um, the Soldier Boy one happened oh. after Joe. Yeah, that's that's the only memorable one I can tell you, and I don't know when it happened. That was like 2019. That was right when Soldier Boy was like on his like so, so last year. biggest comeback. Yeah. So last year. With the Gucci headband on. But I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not yeah. get, <laughs> honestly, I'm not going to give it to him then, bro. I'm not going to say they survived without Joe. They didn't. Because we all knew it was, we all knew it was coming. One, you know, the sad, and the sad part about it is, let's, let's actually do this the right way. 
Academics is right. It's not going to hurt him financially. Academics by himself is a big enough entity. He will be okay. Here's the point. People don't like academics. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, you know, on some, on some star shit where, you know, people didn't like star, but they had to, they had to fucking um, respect what star did or who he was. Or like on some Gilly shit where motherfuckers don't like Gilly, but we all respect what he does. Right. No, motherfuckers don't like academics. Motherfuckers don't respect academics. Because You're not going to be able to eat off the culture no more. Like, you're just not. You're a nigga who does all your shit from the, safe, from the safety of your home. And while you have figured it out, and while you're able to amass a fortune that's suitable for you, I don't know if there's if there's a space where we can say two, three, five years down the road, shit, you know, we respect what happened. That was gonna be my next question. Like, do you think that? Do you think that he, if he does, you know, like have that time? Do you think he can have his redemption arc? It's possible, but it's like the reason why I, I don't. It's not that I personally don't like him. I don't like what he stands for. Right. Our culture hates DJ Academics more than it hates Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> Who's obviously mm. academic's best friend. Ironically. Let <laughs> me tell you why. Because people look at Sachi 69 and can see a kid that got mixed up in some shit that was, he was, that was way over his head. Right? And how it just ultimately destroyed him. People look at oh, academics, honestly, and our culture. Academics, honestly, he get looked at the way you look at like a sellout or somebody who's just like, you know is always telling you to just cooperate with the police. Like, niggas don't like you. Niggas don't respect you. And honestly, without this culture, which was paying you, what you really finna do? And on top of that, why did, did Complex fire you and just let go of a whole show? Because it's obvious that the numbers weren't there. Is that what happened, though? Did he, like, did he come out and say, like, hey, we fire academics? Or did he just bring the show to an end? Because all I saw was they brought the show to an end. I mean... Whether they fired him or but not... He's, but he's talking like... It's not like... Any business dealings he has with Everyday Struggle is a wrap. Cool. I'm going to say this. Yeah. He did, they did say that... I, I was, uh, well, they did say that, and I do remember... I kind of caught a piece of what he was saying. He was saying, like, how complex kind of just, you know... How complex was towards him when he was going through the controversy with Freddie Gibbs and um, Chrissy Teigen? He felt like they weren't in his corner. They Which, probably wasn't. <laughs> yeah, because they were still giving Freddie Gibbs a lot of accolades at the time. And, nigga, one, and one, rightfully so. One, bro. He, check it out. Check it out, bro. Name one conflict academics has been in where you was on academic side, where you was like, all right, y'all tripping on academics. Hmm. Here, I'll back it up for you even further. Let me ask you this. What, what's, what's his claim? What, what gave him his start? YouTube. YouTube. Doing what? Comment on the uh, uh, Warren Chirac videos. Yeah. Talking about, like, everything that goes on and what was going on in Chicago at the time. And he's from Chicago? No. No. So, this nigga went and started snitching. Yeah. And that's how he got on. At what point did y'all look, do y'all not look at somebody and go, you know what, bro? You got you got successful for some hoe shit. You've been looked at as a hoe ass nigga the whole time. You've been, you've been popping, and 
now being a hoe ass nigga is about to get you. You about to reap them hoe ass seeds, cause. Here's my thing with, with, with academics. There's times where I, sometimes you look at somebody and you go, all right, do, I just, do you just ruffle my feathers in the wrong way, but you're good at what you do, or am I just a hater? And let me ask him, when you look at academics and you look at what he does, do you feel like a hater? No, I don't feel like a hater. I'm, I feel like I'm looking at a person who literally exploits the culture. Like and 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 fucking nah, rel- nah, that, that's he a- relishes in the fact that he exploits the like. There's nothing about academics for me that separates him from black. Hmm. There's absolutely nothing about it. Hmm. Like at least Vlad is an honest scumbag. Scumbag. Like Vlad don't pretend to be something he not. Hmm. And I'm still uncovering the shit with like that nigga's got with Vlad. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, it's different for me because I because over the years I thought academics was entertaining just because of the way he like the way his commentary just was on certain things like, like going no, on. I appreciated his uh, perspective on things, and I appreciated the fact that he stayed true to who he is. But the fact of the matter is, being who you are is a whole ass nigga. Like, is this true? Bro? Like, <laughs> like, like, don't get me wrong. I don't doubt that he gonna find success somewhere else. He still has Twitch. He still has his YouTube following. Somebody is going to pick him up because yeah. you don't let that kind of media talent just not do anything. Yeah, he has come along. Like even they talk about they talked about him on the Breakfast Club this morning. Yeah, like, that's so. So the question is, what is it? What exactly is he going to do, Bruh, Charlemagne don't even dish you, bro. Mm. Bro, you don't like. You want me to tell you what it is, bro? When I tell you, it be certain people that. I understand that you know maybe you fucked up, but I be but it's 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 good to know that you can quote unquote always come home, and that's as far as our culture is concerned. That nigga, I don't think that nigga can come back. I think the next time we see that nigga, he gonna be on E, not like ecstasy, like on like the E channel. I mean, mm-hmm. one of them niggas. True Hollywood story. One of them niggas. On top of that, academics. No, nigga, host it. On top of that, I want that nigga to drop the DJ from his name. Because nobody can tell me when he was a DJ. That, yeah, I'm about to ask that. Like, was he ever actually, like, on the ones and twos? Apparently a long time ago. Okay, no. <laughs> Did anybody hear No Ceilings 3? Nope, not yet. Not yet. Not, because, I, not because I'm ignoring it. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. I've heard, yeah, it, I heard it. This Wayne over, over things beast, of course, it's going to be good. Dead answers. No way might be the Roy Jones of, of rap. Okay, that's yes, it. Where where you can legitimately say you've been in it so long that your time might be over and you haven't figured it out yet. Travis, what did, what did you think of what you heard? I want to say he's at a point in his career where it's expected of him to keep doing this shit, even though you can tell him the material. He's been doing this shit. Also, though, because he's been doing it, it's like, what more can he say? And it's I can't give you the what more can you say because Hov been out since... I knew your bias was going to come up. What I, what I mean, as Wayne, outside of Hov, what else can he fucking do at this point? Like, literally, what what else... At, we, he's been we in got, the game for a very long time. We got people with 30-year careers. E-40 is still rapping. E-40 was rapping when, when it Too comes Short to, was out. I get it, but I'm saying when it comes to that lane. He's created that lane. He's invested in that lane, mixtape-wise, where it's like... 
he's created a Jordan effect where it's the same shoe, different year, or they might add some glitter on that bitch this time. God damn it, you know, he got how many no ceilings? Okay, but how, how many of the dedications he got? How many mixtapes he's got? A bunch of mixtapes. And they, they, they have annual releases. We're in recession. You're going to. Okay. There's still that demand I, for I, it. I, I, get, I get what you're saying. It's the Gucci thing. You got so much stuff out there. Obviously, something's going to be watered down. My thing with Wayne is this. I think the world Wayne lives in does not allow for him. It's, it's the it's the uh, it's the growth effect. The world that he lives in does not allow for him to have anything other than what he does. Like we're never going to get, you know, Carter one, Carter two, Wayne. We're never going to get those those first, you know, three, four dedications way. We're never going to get that first no ceilings way. But what it is is we love Lil Wayne so much, and Lil Wayne's been so solid. Like no matter no matter what I say about Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne's been yeah. Who you see is who you get. He he he's he's the fucking whopper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But in that. In, in that, what I'm saying is now you're just living on the ghost of your own fame, the ghost of your own legend. So is it safe to say he's kind of having the same thing that Kevin Hart happened? In a different... Uh, okay. In, 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 in a different light, yeah. It's the same effect of it is happening to him. Like what I mean. Like, not, like half, half the time, I don't even understand what the fuck he's rapping about. Hmm. That's crazy for me to say that. I'm listening to the lyrics. I hear the punchlines. Like Tom says, Lil Wayne is has mastered being the only person who could say something a certain way. That's fine. That's great. Salute to you. You know what I'm saying? Whenever E40 comes out with his dictionary, I hope you come out with yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's already in the dictionary. I'm going to point that out. Blank, blank. You know blank, what I'm blank. saying? But what I'm saying blank is, back, what I'm saying is this. <laughs> I can't even tell you what he, where he even draws inspiration from anymore. I'll say this because um, I do think, and he said it himself, like, it's all he knows. Like, he pretty much does it for the sport at this point. Like, whether the subject matter is just, while it isn't there, it's kind of just like lyrical exercise to him. Now, what I will say in terms of the project. Let me start off by saying the things I like. Okay. Because I really like that the BB King freestyle with Drake. I like that one as well. They both smoke that. Yeah. Right. Definitely. As a mixtape, I don't like it. Okay. 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 And I think, and I usually like give these like critiques of, of people that I like because I, you know, that's usually the best way to go about it. Like I wouldn't just like spend time doing that to somebody, doing that with somebody that I didn't wasn't the biggest fan of. Yeah. But I do feel as though while there may have been, I think the BB King freestyle and three other songs that I did, like I like when he went went over the We Paid beat, when he went over Takeover, and there was one more that um, that slipped somebody said something about Money Bag Yo. I did like those. The other ones, because there were moments where he even, he even like let his kids around. Like, yeah. his kids got a song apiece. Yeah. Like, over beats that I would. All them kids? Yes. 
like that I would have liked to hear him on. Hey. Like, he had his youngest son say Young Cam Carter flow like water for the whole beat of a sicko mode. Like, it's just and that's that's no that's no disrespect, but it's just hearing it's it's a lot of fluff. And that's only and it's only the A side of No Sinless Three. Apparently there's a whole B side coming out. Okay, well I'm gonna yeah. say this. Damn, I ain't if know. if we're lucky, it'll be like what happened with Dedication Six. Let's yeah. hope. Because Dedication 6 came out, and I was like, all right, this is all right. It wasn't bad. I was like, all right, sorry, I don't like everything. But then Reloaded came out, and I was like, oh, okay, this shit's good. But compared to Dedication 6, Dedication 6 was good. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, It wasn't like, Reloaded was, it was great. Mm-hmm. But D6 had something going for it. This doesn't have that. Uh, so you'll definitely find yourself in those moments say- of just, once you get past... All the cement, all the everything else, you'll probably find some gems in there. We so used to Wayne knocking shit out the park that when he does a bass hit, it's like, oh, he did a bass hit. Ah, why the fuck? But it's also in within that is D three is closer to being average. I'm not gonna say it's average. I'm saying it's closer to being average for his caliber work. That if you're not if you're not a Wayne fan, off right. You're not gonna have that ear to what he's still able to do, as well as what he may have done differently on this shit. That okay, can he be still creative as Wayne, but also stand back and let others like he did, yeah, do shit on his dedication? Because maybe it's to the point where he has done so much in his career, he's trying to open that venue up there. He don't want to be the person that okay, I got fashion. He yeah, I'm keeping it oh because I, that's my longevity in the game. As well as I'm gonna let other people get their shit off and eat and you know work through their growing pains. And that happened a lot on D3. I remember that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna say something that else about Lil Wayne that we don't give him his flowers for either. If we consider people that were inadvertent great ARs without the job, he has to be considered as one of them. Technically, he gave us Drake and he gave us Nikki and he gave us Tiger. And he gave us uh, Twist. Twist. We got Mac. Hoodie Bang. Did I say Mac? You said Mac Mang? Well, Mac. Mac Mang. Which Mac Mang Mac is another dude who don't get, industry wise, don't get the flowers he deserves. Everybody keep forgetting he's the president of Young Money. Everybody forgets how well he has run that company. Mm-hmm. But. Wayne is all because I say all that to say this. Wayne's resume now has gotten to the point where Wayne doesn't know how to be in classic rock rap the way Hove and Tip and a lot of other cats have. So Libra came out, right? Yeah. Libra's a great album. Yeah. yeah. Good album. Yeah. Probably one of my top two. What else did we say? This was the time that if you had music that niggas need to be able to like listen to, drop it down. Yeah. yeah. While everything is slow. Yeah. Wayne missed his moment. Wayne should have dropped something amidst this shit when niggas had to sit down and listen, and it would have been great. But and he had already put out funeral though. He had great, but that's what I'm but that's what I'm saying. Even when you go back to funeral, right? Which and not to say funeral's not bad. Funeral's not bad. 
But what did we say about funeral that we had also said about Carter Five? You can you can remove about half of this shit, Wayne, and had a better project. And that's what, honestly that's how you felt about every little Wayne project probably since Carter Three. Carter, you want to sit here and tell me you you need the entire Carter Four? No. Three of the songs you want to keep don't even have him on it. Because they the inter, they the intermissions and the interludes. It's different for me because I like Carter Four, but I see your point. But and and that's and that's what I'm saying. When if you like Wayne, it's gonna be right exactly what you expected. He'll still be able to do it. Wayne can still rap. Wayne can still rap very well. The problem now is that Wayne has not learned how to be rap retired ultimately, and because he don't know how to be rap retired. He constantly, it constantly feel like he's. It never feels lately that he's releasing an album so much as he is chasing a high. Yeah, like you kind of. I see what you're saying because the way I see it, like I think now would be a time for him to be a, a legacy act. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like it's going that way, like a Ti or a Ross or like, a Jeezy or yeah. even we even I can add two chains to that list. One, in my opinion. Wayne needs an incognito deal where all he got to do for the rest of his life is mixtapes. It'd be, honestly, it'd be the best thing. Because that's what we want to hear. We, that's not to say, like, he can't do an album or anything like that. But you, let me tell you what it is. You are always more excited about a Little Wayne mixtape than you are a Little Wayne album. I mean, yeah, unless it's Yeah, ever since Carter 3. Here, here's, here's where I'm at. Little Wayne can be on features as much as he wants to. And, and, and the thing about it is now is the problem with Lil Wayne being Lil Wayne is that there's so many rappers who obviously want to be him that we keep hearing that fucking sound. Yeah, right. He fathered so much of what you hear right now. You know now. what I'm yeah. saying? Whether, whether it's Future, whether it's Thug, Gunner, Dirt, like a lot of these niggas is, is legitimately his sons. And they and they the sons of Carter Fourway, which is really blowing me because... <laughs> and, you know, but it just, it, it worked for them though. And... And I'm not gonna shit on this man's legacy. More so as saying, hey, Wayne, you don't have to come out with an album. You he really don't even have to do a mixtape. Wayne is at the point now where realistically, I thought the entire point of that whole, hey, I'm suing cash money for my shit was for you to be to the point where you're like, Hey, I'm gonna finna work on signing my own artist, getting them out there, and build on this young money legacy. Like you all your foundation is already set. Like you said, Drake, Nikki, Tyler. Your foundation is set. All you got to do is build on it. You know what I'm saying? You got enough respect and enough love in the industry where if, if niggas here now, and yo, Wayne just going around the, around the whole country grabbing niggas and signing them, I promise you the next article you read is, oh, we're excited about this new Young Money statement. But here's I'll oh, go ahead. And and even and even then, all you gotta do is concentrate on pushing out artists, pushing out artists, pushing out artists, pushing out artists. You can grab the, the best producers because niggas gonna be excited because you're Wayne. You can grab the best RB. You can get you can even get rock uh uh rock bands because of that little time when you was trying to be a rock star. Hell, you are a rock star. Like, I'm drugs. still trying to figure out why the fuck is Wayne talking about shooting and doing lean at 30-something years old. 
Bruh, you not. He's not doing that. He's, he's not. Doing, he is clearly doing that. No, he he's is not doing that. Wait, that nigga hair. Have you seen Wayne, that nigga hair? Wayne, yes, but he's not shooting people. He's not doing that. I like to believe he made so much shit that we're just catching up to what he's been dropping. Yeah, he's right. had that much shit to put out that he's made. <laughs> and considering that the fact that it's all he knows is more and that's just going to keep this, getting thrown out there. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this about Lil Wayne. I've never, I've heard people say, I don't believe all, you know, everything that's true about Lil Wayne, but I've never heard somebody accurately disprove anything about Lil Wayne. So I believe this. I believe Lil Wayne has been one of the richest gang members we've ever seen, probably for a long time. Mm-hmm. Because of that, I tell people one of the things, I, you know, like I said, the, 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 the bubble he lived in, I have to keep remembering this. The nigga might have been rich since he was 12. But the nigga's also from New Orleans. So the nigga probably been in the gang since he was 10. Yeah. And and to add on to what you were saying about, you know, his subject matter, just him talking about shooting and doing lean. We we mentioned the Carter Four, but do we remember the, the pussy era? Oh. Where Wayne talked about nothing but pussy pussy for like two years. For two years straight. Pussy juicy. Hey, man. (laughs) We can get into that. We, We can. Listen, I enjoyed the fact that at Regidae's birthday party, I we saw him reunite with Juvie, and they redid uh, uh, We On Fire. That was like, dope. Like, that, that was, to me, that was a real dope moment in hip-hop. Thug tears. Thank you. Thug tears, motherfucker. Yeah. Free BG. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, well, I, I think BG come home in like, like a year or two. I was about to say. Shout That's out to one of the gangsters. So, so, yeah, so BG come home in a year or two. I hope Wayne, you know, snatch him up. You know what I'm saying? We know Turk is home. Oh, bro, currency we, already on that, bro. Listen, if we can get this hot, if we can get this hot boys uh reunion CD, like if, that'd be some dope shit. Hey, 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 guys, I'm away from Birdman. Sign your money. We let's let's make the hot boys. That'd be some slick shit. That need to happen. That but, would be dope. God forbid Wayne has to go in for a little bit, but yeah, yeah, you're right. About but that. you know, no, yeah. Trump got. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, hey. Notice how that never popped across hey, anybody's uh, mind. Uh-huh. I know you ain't win, but a deal is a deal. <laughs> Straight up. But, but yeah, like that. That's where I am, man. Okay. Um, did anybody listen to the Juicy J project? Yes. How y'all feel about it? It's I, phenomenal. I didn't get Really? Yes. Wait, I've only heard. A few songs because of Wayne, and those I'm fucking with already. So I'm I'm gonna go with his. Listen, number. man. Um, Juice I want Justin. I want Justin J to go against Pharrell. I'm biased because man. remember when when Justin J was like, "Yeah, I'll go against Nas," and we was like, "Just you tripping?" And then we started talking about. It. We was like, "Hey, yo, Nas might have some issues." Yeah, Nas can go against <laughs> Juicy J. <laughs> yeah, bro, Juicy got three six bangers. Yeah, so then I thought about it. I said, Juicy J, give me 20 from Juicy. Give me 20 from, from Pharrell. And I started thinking about it. Pharrell might be in trouble, bro. Mm, That's okay. Like, so like so that, what about Juicy J versus Wayne? Lil Wayne? That's who I said. Nah, that's no, not going to work. No, that what? Wayne. That's not going to Why? Because honestly, Wayne catalog too long. Yeah, I wouldn't put Wayne up against anybody that isn't Drake. Or Damn. Home. You know what? Not because he does have that much of a yeah. It's 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 uh, literally not, it's not an issue of quality of, of music. It's 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 just an issue of yo, bro. You've been doing this literally since you was twelve, 
and you damn near 40 now. Yeah, he's just one of those people. Like, my nigga, there's a point in time where it's not you, we got right, we got a period of time that's you writing stuff down, and then we got a period of time of you not writing stuff down. It's just too much, bro. Like, I don't think anybody has an accurate list of every Lil Wayne official mixtape. No, no, no. it's impossible. But Bat Bat Jail is phenomenal. Like, there there's a there's people who have like this certain bounce about. Them. Like like Uh-oh. Tim, when you hear a beat, there's a there's a bounce that Tim give you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with uh with Alchemist. When you hear Alchemist beat, there's there's a certain smoothness you hear right. in, in the beats. Juicy J is one of those people, you hear his beat, there's a certain bounce he gives you. You, you know what I'm saying? And and I heard it and I said, yo, we really gotta give this nigga Juicy J his flowers, my nigga. Cause he's been doing this since like the late nineties. Like he was in that when it was like ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah. We was trying to figure out uh is nineteen ninety eight arguably the greatest uh year yeah, in hip hop ever. Jesse J is in ninety eight. One thousand percent. Requesting to see tongue rings and all kind of shit. Nineteen ninety eight is the greatest year of music. I thought like yeah, I thought the project was cool. It was a few it was a few hooks that got repetitive, but overall I thought it was a pretty good listen. Yeah. I I listen. The the, the joint yeah. Juicy J is the first producer who's not no ID that makes me want to listen to Logic. Mm. Yeah, because Logic did smoke those features. Mm. I think. Like I like I like the joint he had with uh, Big. I like the joint he had with uh, Wiz. I mean, Juicy J and Wiz always gonna give you a bang. Yeah. Um, the joint he had with uh, Chains was dope. Like, I think from start to finish, it's probably one of my favorite projects this year. Not top five for, for favorite, but definitely one of my favorite projects. Going off of the listen that I had. Okay. Um, did anybody listen to the the El Capo Deluxe, Jim Jones? I got listen to three of the new songs that he had, but I didn't listen to the other three. Still gotta listen to it. Um, Bad Bunny. I do not understand Spanish. <laughs> it's, it's All I, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. Bad Bunny, the person I fuck with. <laughs> I have never listened to the music. Okay, fair enough. And obviously, I found out this. Crazy stat. Bad Bunny has an album that went 19 times platinum? No. This, this crazy stat. I'm going to keep it a band. I don't even know who the fuck we talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, but listen. I want to say I'm sure I've heard a song or two. You yes, probably But have. I really I don't know who the fuck we talking about. He is the biggest Latin artist in the world. And I love Latin bitches. They just get me in trouble. No offense, but yeah. Have you seen the Corona commercial yet lately with uh, Snoop talking to the dude on the shell phone? Oh no, enlighten me. Snoop answers the shell phone. He goes, "Hey baby, you can't be calling me on my shell phone like that." And he goes, "No, Snoop, it's Bad Bunny." Like <laughs> that's Bad Bunny. Yeah, that's still not enough. definitely well, one of those things where you, if you see him, you will probably know who it is. He looked like he looked like that a little bad bunny. Bunny. He he was on the Desposito song with uh, Justin Bieber. The Latin version. You said Doritos? What is the what are we talking about? He don't know. I don't <laughs> know. I really don't is know. Is that not the hook? No. I'm more than sure that it's that's not. not the hook. Just because it's coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's Hold not the hook. Hold on, that's not the hook. I thought they I thought no, that was the hook. That's the melody, but my point I, exactly. I don't know who the fuck. Tone don't even know who the fuck. <laughs> God damn! 
Nigga, this whole time. And Bad Bunny wasn't even on Despacito. See? <laughs> See what I'm yeah. saying, Tone? I don't even think Tone don't even know. I said it was so much confidence. Bro, listen, first of all, my mind is blown because they're not saying El Dorito. If, if it helps, he has a song with Drake. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't help, but... <laughs> I got a song with... Nigga, do you have a song with Drake? I might got one in the stash. Listen. <laughs> I believe that more than I believe the words that you said the name of that song was. Yeah, exactly. El Dorito. Uh, bro, listen. I just found out that it was... What's it called? Esposito? Yeah. It's Despacito. Des- Despacito. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I heard damn, that song. Damn, El Dorito. I'm gonna tell you right now. El three Dorito. shots of tequila. I'm, I'm chacha into that motherfucking song. Like I know. So, it. Oh, I mean, <laughs> like I know it. Yeah. This, this nigga gonna turn. I don't drink tequila no more, guys. I don't drink tequila no more. I'm, I'm only doing two things on tequila. That's fucking the fight. Okay. That's it. Well, <laughs> fair. I don't it's drink tequila fair. no more. I've gotten a lot of bar fights. It's very okay. fair. Got a lot of bar fights. Closing statements. Closing statement. Go ahead, Charles. I'm gonna just say this. Um, be mentally strong. Mm-hmm. Stay focused. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to bounce back in the gym because of Thanksgiving. I got off my diet. I fussed with Thanksgiving food. I had eight to go plates in a uh, in a trash bag. Judge judge me not. All right. Yeah, trash bag. And lastly, um, yeah, just uh, self check and stay humble. That's all I got. Cool. Uh, y'all know me, bro. Be safe. Drink your water. Everything's bad for you. Um, the words of Jenny Kiss. Don't be scared to take it to a knife or a gun in the rubble. Um, stay low. Keep firing. Uh, and on the road to riches and diamond rings, real niggas do real things. Okay. All right, man. Um, listen, I don't got much of anything this week, man. All I can say is, uh, as the, we're getting closer to Christmas and, you know, people are not losing their mind, you know what I'm saying? Stay safe, stay prayed up. Um, what else? Um, stay your ass in the fucking house, keep warm, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, don't twerk because, you know, you got just some fried chicken with, some, you know, lemon pepper wet. We don't need that. Do that shit Walmart. I, I do got a question for, you, for y'all to think about this week, though. <laughs> you think once we, like, six months in and everybody realizes boring without Trump, that all of a sudden one of the only things which is going to come out and just, I miss Donald. <laughs> is she going to start sucking dick because she? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's already happened. <laughs> Because that's why I think it's going to happen. I think we're going to finally just see in tweets. My nigga, this presidency born. Where my nigga Trump at? Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe Trump going to come back to Twitter with I told you. Watch, the next time Trump back going back to Twitter, is going to be like when Kanye come back. Damn. What do y'all think he's going to do, like, after everything is all said and done? I mean, because... Because it it's, it's rumors going around and he talking like a 2024 run. But it depends on how there. well this album with him and Kanye did, though. Also, that depends on if he doesn't go to jail. That too. Okay. <laughs> that nigga not going to jail. Yeah. Uh, real, real quick, because you know I'm still in my final thought. Fuck y'all. Um, my bad. We thought she was done. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Uh, rest in peace to uh, the guy, the actor that played Darth Vader. He passed away over the weekend. Son of a bitch. Not so, the voice. Not the voice. 
the actor, uh, when one of his most memorable quotes, and, and I do apologize that I fucking forgot his name, but one of his memorable quotes, uh, memorable quotes was that when they asked him, hey, why did you decide to play uh, the bad guy? He said, because the bad guy is always the most memorable person. Mm. Okay. Straight shit. Can I tell you something? When you was like one of his most memorable quotes, I thought you were just going to go, but yeah you know what I'm saying in uh, true Star Wars fashion may the force be with you man Where? straight up um, thank y'all again for tuning in to this wonderful podcast um, we are in December the last month of 2020 thank you we got two more episodes for the year word okay we do okay um, everyone do your best to survive. Not saying that the magic wand is going to appear on December 31st, but let's just do our best to, you know, push into better times. We're at 50 episodes? Hmm? It's 52 weeks in a year. We do an episode a week. No, I just know after that third week in December, we're going to go on break. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just figured that out without him saying it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, unless y'all want to record. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Taking our vacation days. Yeah. Bet, bet, bet. Um, thank y'all again for tuning in to this wonderful podcast. Um, this this has been a two hour banger. Yeah. Hey, we 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 smoked this once again. Listen, man, we're giving out content like it's listen, this last month, I'm proud of y'all, man. Somebody like flaked some, on us. Like some awesome content for the last month. We have been on a roll. Yeah. I am yeah. I'm proud of us for real. Yeah. Go back to your final thought, you know. But, <laughs> but nah, like I always say, you know, keep your mental health in check, check on your people, make sure everybody's good, all of that good stuff. Um do your best to just work on being your best self. Just work on being your best self and just stay optimistic, you know. Um Bad bad times don't last forever. And like I always say as well, we are on Apple, we are on Spotify, we are on Google Play, Stitcher, Our Heart Radio, wherever you get your podcast. You know, thank you for include always including us in your in your day to day or week to week rather. And yeah. With that being said, like, rate, review, share, worship. worship. Alright, we out. Peace. David Prowse was his name. Okay. Damn. Damn. Darth Vader? Yeah, David Pryor. Yeah, Darth Vader. Okay. David Pryor. I'm going, listen, I thought that nigga Wayne was going to go. That nigga was going to quote. He was never the voice. He never said anything. That's funny as fuck. You think you're great for this role. Or why? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. ASMR break Darth Vader edition. Yeah, when they asked them why they chose James Earl uh, Jones' voice, it was I forget why they cho- chose his voice over Dan's. I want to go to the show about so sleepy. What are you listening to? Huh? Why sound like you're listening to that um that video again with the eggs and the watch all that one? She's playing with sex toys. No, thank God it's not. <laughs> when your child finds your toys in the night, that's what the caption says. <laughs> in the nightstand, who can relate?
A friend of mine, she sent that to me. I'm about to ask her because she got two kids. This had to just happen to your ass. Why are you leaving the toys out where the kids can get to? In plain sight. Like, well, in her defense, it said in the nightstand. Okay, kids go in the nightstand. So you saying that women gotta tuck their toys away like John Wick did the straps? Yes. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> Literally because it's straps. <laughs> Listen, one of my uncles had a. <laughs> that Mexican spot. We going to it? Yep. Can we go to that Mexican spot oh, right there? Yeah. Listen, one of my uncles had a low key like sex dungeon. It was so crazy. Like, I was, I was, so like, wait, 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 Fucking, fucking door opens up. Oh, wall, wall, it's Deborah. Listen, you didn't describe a room. You didn't describe a closet. You said dungeon. Dungeon. So provide clarity, it was in a closet. Like, <laughs> it was a trap door. It was like a secret door that you. It was like you open one door and then like it was one of those walk-in closets. So you like pull back and you just see like a whole bunch of like different stuff. You just what the fuck is going on here? On there? <laughs> <laughs> hey, he got it at me like this. Also, let me throw in another wrench. Remember that same uncle I was telling you about on the other episode? Yes, you and your cousin. Same uncle. I thought this. I was going to ask if that was the same uncle. <laughs> he walked in there, Uncle Robert. What is this? My business, boy. My business, boy. Bro, that's like that episode of fucking Family Guy where they in Quagmire House and everything they touch is a bed. Everything. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. You a hater, hater, bear.